You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Save a Pooch on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Beverly Isla. And I wanted to devote this show to how humor can help the cause of rescue dogs. And I appreciate that there is a way to do so despite the seriousness of the cause. And our two guests, comedians Harris Bloom and James Uloff, will explain how they do it. So our first guest wears many hats. Harris Bloom is a professional comedian based in New York and a Wall Street accountant. And he travels across the U.S. to perform comedy shows and has appeared on CBS's The Early Show, NY Inc., NY One, other film and commercials as an actor, not to mention he's also an officiate at weddings. So when Harris is not making people laugh, he also runs Stewie the Rescue. James Uloff, also a comedian, has a very special cause he created and produced called Raise the Wolf, a stand-up comedy event that works with animal shelters and rescue groups to get much-needed fundraising, and we will chat with him shortly. Now, when we get back from these messages, we will hear from our first guest, Harris Bloom. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, Jill. I see you and Bella are enjoying this lovely day as well. It's a perfect day for a walk. Isn't that right, Bella? And what a colorful ID tag you have, Bella. It certainly puts my Rusty's boring engraved tag to shame. Isn't it great? It's a dog tag art tag. Dog tag art? Yeah. Dog tag art makes the world's coolest pet ID tags. Pick from hundreds of cute designs or upload your photos or artwork to create a unique tag of your own. They even give you four lines of text on the back of the tag for important contact information. I love it! But do they hold up? We have to replace Rusty's metal tags so often because the information wears away. Dog tag art tags are some of the highest quality pet tags out there. They're made with super durable stainless steel. Your information is always legible and the tags are guaranteed for life. Well, I'm sold. Where can I get my dog tag art tag for Rusty? Dogtagart.com Sounds great! We can't wait to get online and get a tag of our own. Dogtagart.com We keep best friends together. Use the coupon code RADIO for a 25% discount off any tag. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We have Harris Bloom as our first guest today, a professional comedian and founder of Stewie to the Rescue organization. So thank you for coming on today. Uh, when I was thinking how I can combine comedy with rescues, I stumbled on your profile and I thought, perfect, a professional comedian who has his own rescue organization. So thanks for coming on. Sure, my pleasure. Thanks for having now, me. Now, reading your website, your writing is so hilarious. Like, I encourage people to check it out at harrisbloom.com. So how long have you been a comedian and why are you known as one of the clean comedians in New York? What's that about? Well, I mean, I've been a comedian for about 10, 11 years now. Why am I clean? Well, quite frankly, <laughs> it's because uh, it'll give me more gigs. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's how it works. That, Yeah, I mean, a clean comic can certainly work gigs that aren't necessarily clean gigs, but a dirty comic cannot work a clean gig. Okay, that's why your mom said it. So, <laughs> 
Yeah, do that you, helps too. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm proud of that too. <laughs> do you do uh, any jokes on rescue dogs? Rescue dogs? Oh yeah, several. How do you I, pull you know, that off? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't make fun of the dogs because they're rescues. Uh, right. But, you know, I do jokes about pit bulls and stuff. And actually, it's sort of educational. I do jokes about how they're, you know, unfairly maligned. And I'll tell you the truth. When I do jokes about pit bulls, if I'm doing an animal rescue fundraiser, uh, everybody loves me. But when I'm doing a regular club show and I'm talking about pit bulls, I get a lot of blank stares. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I basically have become an educator on stage. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense when it comes to pit bulls. So you yeah, started yeah. Stewie, 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 Stewie to the rescue, an organization that... um. So you help provide funding to shelters and rescue organizations. What's your story behind that? Why did you decide to uh, open that up? Well, it actually started kind of a tragic opening. Oh, it happened no. because my first dog, my dog Stewie, whom I love dearly, got hit by a car in 2008. And oh, I was, as you could probably guess, just devastated. And, you know, I went for like six months. I was pretty depressed. And long story short, I decided to start fostering. And then I realized how much help is needed in that area. And I decided to work for another rescue. And then I decided, you know, I might as well just start my own and name it after my beloved Stewie. So Aww. here we are, Stewie to the rescue. How do you provide funding to, I think it's vetting, primarily vetting for the rescue dogs. How do you partner up with these shelters and rescues? Well, at this point, quite frankly, I, I have the reputation out there, so I get a lot oh. of calls. I just had one I was dealing with just before getting on with you. An independent TNR person in Brooklyn had uh, written me about the cat that she had trapped that needed extensive dental help, and she just didn't have the funds for it. So I told her that you know Stewie would help out. But yeah, at this point, quite frankly, I don't have to look for it; it finds me. Oh, that's I have awesome! To look for donations. That's what I got to look for. Okay, well, then you're in a good spot. You just need to uh, look for your donations. But you do it in an interesting way, and I like how you combine your passions. You perform shows, and a part of the proceeds goes towards your missions, right? So I do, how does, yeah. How does that work? Like, you do regular shows at the clubs, and then you do these ones. Yeah, I mean, I do regular shows both for Stewie as well as for other rescues in the Tri-State area. I've got shows lined up for, you know, various rescues in the New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And I work at a discount because obviously that's where my heart is. Right, and I get other right. comics to work at a discount as well. Also, you do like a lineup of comedians. It's just not only you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> Oh, please. I'm sure you are <laughs> looking at your writing on your website. I also <laughs> saw the videos, the videos of you standing up against the ACC board, which yes. is the uh, Animal Care and Control Board. That is awesome. Good for you. I definitely want you as my lawyer. Now, what were the results of that? <laughs> what was happening there? I was trying to catch up, but it was hard. Well, Can you get into that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, that was, that was sort of my first claim to fame, actually. I, uh, oh, yeah? I was... Yeah, uh, that's sort of like really what put me on the rescue map in New York City. I went to the board meeting of the uh, Animal Care Control, which is a, a fairly dismal place. And basically, I just didn't think they were doing enough to help the cats and dogs, and they just didn't care enough to demand on a contract from the city. And I didn't think they were doing enough to get more funding or help from the city. And I basically went there and sort of let them have it. And, what was you know, their job went, in like, the first place? Their job is to find homes for the homeless cats and dogs. And rabbits okay. and, you know, any other homeless animals. You know, it's the city shelter, basically. Okay, it's the city shelter. But, uh, but, you know, they were just 
absolutely doing a horrendous job. The, the infection rate there was about 100%, and every animal got sick there. It was putting a lot of strain on the rescues because they would take dogs and cats out of there, but then they'd have to get them um, straight to the vet because they were always injured. There were animals that were put on holds from rescues for, to be adopted. They were killed in the meantime. Yeah, uh, yeah. Their system was so bad. I mean, basically, they were nobody likes them, basically. It's gotten a little bit better since then, but you know, at that point, it was just absolutely horrendous. The director at the time was seen as being very unresponsive to the community, very uh, alienating. And like I said, I you know went there, I sort of gave him the what for, and uh, it kind of went like mini viral in the uh, New York rescue community, at least. And I think I got about a thousand Facebook friends that night when that thing went online. Yeah, I could imagine. I can see the faces of the board looking at... <laughs> You and you were yeah. explaining your Shabil. Yeah. What yeah. Was the, so what was the result of you there. there? Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, the result was just basically that, you know, I uh, got well-known in the rescue community and I was marked by the uh, ACMC. Oh, so they're, they're pretty much plotting against your efforts. Yeah, I mean, they weren't thrilled. They're, I mean, they're not thrilled with anybody who embarrasses them. And so, yeah, they weren't uh, obviously thrilled with that. Well, that's too bad because Harris is on the ball here. So let's get back to your to your rescue organization here. Yeah. So how many dogs have you rescued so far? Like, I see you have some success stories posted on your website. Um, is there any <laughs> one experience that stands out for you? Or are they all kind of uh, the same for you? I don't know if anything stands out, but I mean, the one thing that I'm really proud of is the fact that we're not only helping homeless animals, but because we pay for vet care for people who are low-income individuals, we're really keeping families together. Oh, um, good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's such an underserviced part of animal welfare, too, because people tell me that before we came along that a lot of people would actually just surrender their sick animals to the shelter. And the shelter being so full, there's nothing they can do, but they'd probably end up putting them to sleep because they didn't have the funds or the wherewithal to uh, fix them and then find places for them. So we're not only saving the animals, but we're keeping the families together. And obviously, I don't have to tell you how important that is. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. And it's you yourself or do you have a team? It is. No, it's uh, pretty much a one-man gang. My wife's on the uh, the board also, and I have a couple other board members, but the, the Stewie the Rescue is basically me. Okay. And you have an event tonight yes. you mentioned, right? I do. I have an event. Uh, this is actually not for Stewie, but for Paws, which is a rescue based out of Montclair, New Jersey. Oh, uh, okay. And it, yeah. So we'll be raising funds for them. I bring in a couple of comedian friends out with me, and uh, we will have a good time. Awesome. Where can people find out about your comedy events that has anything to do with the rescue, your rescue organization? I mean, the best place, quite I'm pretty bad about uh, listing stuff, but the best place, quite frankly, is to uh, like either the rescue, Stewie the Rescue on Facebook, or just befriend me on Facebook, Harris Bloom. Okay. I'm always well, posting there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, let definitely keep that posted. Thank you so much, Harris, for coming on. If you would like to know more about his work and his foundation, check it out at harrisbloom.com or Stewie to the rescue.org. And Stewie is S T E W I E to the rescue.org. That's, that's right, right? Yeah, cool. That's it. All righties. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome and good luck today. Thank you. Bye bye. We'll continue on our topic about comedy and rescue dogs with James Uloth right after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. 
Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active for Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active for Pets. Ready to try Active for Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of active4pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We have comedian James Uloft to chat with us about his very special project called Woof Rays. Thanks for coming on. I really like your initiative. Oh, thank you very much. You know, um, I've been a comic for a long time, so it's just great to do it, uh, what I love and, and help rescue animals at the same time. That is awesome. So now you've done comedy shows for several festivals, corporate events and fundraisers. And Wolf Raise is an event you produce that specifically caters to helping rescue organizations. Yay! So what inspired you to cater specifically to rescue organization? What's your story, James? You know, Raise the Wolf, we started geez, about four years ago now. And um, I had a number of rescues get in touch with me and they wanted to put on a fundraiser and I did the research into it. You know, I think a, a lot of regular people out there don't realize that most of these rescues have no government funding or anything like that. So they're always yes. looking for fundraisers and they're always cash strapped. And when they do fundraise, it's mostly just to get caught up on their bills. You know, they don't ever seem to be ahead. So when I, I found know. this out, and yeah, it's really quite tragic. You know, I think most of the general public thinks that the government takes care of this, that they, you know, our tax dollars pay for it and it doesn't. So Absolutely. Absolutely not. That's cool that you got noticed by them. Like, how did you even uh, get into their radar? Um, I, you know, I'd, um, I'd do a, a fundraiser for cancer. And oh, okay. um, so they'd seen that we did that show and they came and asked uh, who wanted to do this. And so I built the tour up and geez, we do tons of dates now, like 40, work with 40 rescues or so. Yay, that's awesome. That's a lot of rescues. We do about probably 70, 30, 70% in Canada, 30% in the U.S. Oh, you're mainly up here. Huh, I'm going to have to look you up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I'm from Canada originally, so we, um, my reputation and, and stuff up there really carried it off the beginning, and now we're doing a lot more in the U.S. as our brand kind of built. Okay, good for you. Good for you. Now, did you ever have any rescue dogs of your own? That's what I was wondering. I was like, maybe he had some of his own for tend to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I have a rescue cat. That counts. Yeah, yeah it's a step cat. My, wa- <laughs> my wife rescued it, and I uh, adopted him. <laughs> with the wife but I grew up and we ha- always had animals we had dogs 
stuff uh, and cats and I'm a big animal lover and it, you know, it was just natural progression for me. I, I don't think you could be involved in something, you know, going across Canada and the U.S. without having a real passion for it. You know, you see these yeah. people who work in the rescues too, unless they had a passion for it, there's nothing that could drive them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Although I do know a few people that aren't really into pets, but I don't understand that logic, but there's more that do love them, so that's great. So tell us how the event works, because this event seems to be more like a series than a single event. So um, as a comedian, I don't really often see them doing series on, on rescues, so maybe you can chat with us a bit about that. So basically what happens is, I, you know, a rescue will get in touch with me and then I'll get in touch with, uh, you know, and they'll want to do the, the show and so we'll we'll bring the show to them and then I just get in touch with a lot of the other rescues in that region, you know, um, in the surrounding regions and I build events with them. I tell them what we're doing and usually six months to a year in advance and they just work Holy on it. And bro, okay. We route the tour in and uh, they've been really successful. Like, do you usually do it at, what's your venue typically at? Oh, geez, we've done everything from uh, the local bars and honky-tonks to, to uh, <laughs> community centers and uh, theaters and church basements and, you know. Anywhere where you can do it, right? <laughs> yeah. We prefer a theater. A theater's a nice presentation. Community centers are nice as well, you know, as long as they have some sound and stuff. Usually our last resort is the local bar and stuff. We like to have it as a presentation and, gotcha. you know, at the same time, you, people can come in and we have, you know, we try to have the rescues present all materials about what's happening in the community as far as, as the animal rescue. So, you know, they laugh. But we try and sneak that learning in a bit as well. Ah, good for you. Good for you. And how many people usually attend? Like, what's your turnout? Oh, you know, it varies so much by the region. You know, 150 to 200 people on a first year. We have some big ones. Oh, wow. That's actually a really good turnout. Yeah. Well, you know what? It draws in, you know, a lot of the fundraising that rescues do is very specific, you know, like a bingo night or something that isn't such a general, like, I think a lot of people really enjoy comedy. So it's like, if you're already kind of coming out to these rescue events and it's a comedy night, you you know, they tell all their friends and they're like, oh, we like Mm. comedy. So it's just more of a broader demographic comes out. Right, right. I can understand that. That's great. Now, for a rescue organization who may be listening, now what is required for them to participate? You know, having some volunteers to do the the labor and stuff they have is a big thing and people to help sell the tickets. Usually, if a couple people get together, it's not too much of a work. I have a few events out there where it's one person driving it and they, you know, they can do well, but it's so much, (laughs) so much work if if you don't uh, have a couple people. It's a lot less work than a lot of initiatives people take on. Essentially, you know, it's a setup the day of an event and uh, uh-huh. the selling of the tickets. So it's not, if you can share the labor, it's not that rough as compared to, you know, one of those, um, geez, what do I see? Garage sales, those are always so much work and, you know, things along those nature. Ah, okay. Good to know that they don't need as much volunteers to set something up like this. But what kind of, uh, like, fees, do you, do you charge any fees for the rescues? Yeah, we do charge a fee to set fee. We don't take percentages of anything. And, you know, if you raise $100,000, we, uh-huh. we get paid the same. And it basically covers our, our travel costs and stuff. It's not a very expensive event to bring in. The, okay. the risk to reward is very mitigated. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. What can we expect from you in the rest of this year? I know we're almost halfway through. So you're probably already booked up for the rest of the year. And uh, where will we, you be mainly? We do. A lot of the times we have 
two tours in the road at the same time. We, um, you know, we'll have a lot of people are after the same weekends and stuff. So we just end up making two tours. So, you know, I have to personally all the comics and stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the U.S. and Canada now. And, um, you know, I, I trust in, in the comics I send out there. So, you know, we split up and we'll have some people in Canada and some people in the U.S. at the same time. And uh, they're all oh, okay. professionals, so they don't need me to, to babysit them, even though it's it's hard for me because it's my baby and I put so much time into this. But, you know, yeah. you trust people you're with. They come and we give them a, a great show and, uh, huh, and lots wow. of laughs. So actually, now that you mentioned that, so you have a team of comedians that work with you. So it's not only yeah. it's not only you. No, usually there are two or three comic shows, depending on the region, what we're doing. We like to send a, a three-comic troupe. That way we can put a little intermission in there so they can sell some more silent off items and stuff like that. You yeah, know, we, we really kind of formatted an evening to be entertained, but also have those you know silent auctions and times for raffles and all that stuff so they can really... Yeah. Get, you know, get that back end funding that comes off the event. So it's not just the ticket sales, they're getting the money off silent auctions. And, exactly. And yeah. all that stuff. Good for you. That's brilliant. And way to like cover more shows at one time. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you for doing what you do and making a contribution to Rescue Dogs. Now, where can people stay up to date with your upcoming shows? Um, you know, if they go to the website, wolfrays.com, or if they go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wolf, we keep our Facebook page um, pretty updated with all our events. And we have pictures of what we're doing in the audiences and the comics and stuff. So the Facebook's a great way to keep up on us. Great. And your Facebook is? Yeah, the tour is called Raise the Wolf, but we couldn't get the, the URL, so we just put Wolf Raise as the, gotcha. as the domain name, and then uh, everything else is Raise the Wolf. Raise the Wolf. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And they can get, I'm sure that there's details on how people can get tickets. Yeah, we just put up links to the local rescue. The local rescues deal with the, the tickets directly. We deal with more of the... Okay, okay. Gotcha. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to let us know about what you're up to. Oh, thank you so much for getting the word out and for doing what you do. You know, it's uh, putting the exposure and everything that really is going to make the difference. So thank you. You're welcome. We try. We try. <laughs> well, we are out of time. And I'd like to thank James Uloff and our show producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible. Now, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, please email me at beverly at petliferadio.com. So until next time, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.